Welcome to Real Talk with Stacey J, where we empower women to live their life on purpose with no limitations. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode two. We'll be talking about balling on a budget. And I wanted to talk about this subject because I'm a woman. I love to shop, whether it's shoes, clothes, bags, jewelry, doesn't matter. I love to shop, and I'm sure there are a lot of women out there that can agree with me. But when we um, are in financial difficulties where maybe we can't keep up our uh, or maintain our, our clothing and, and things that we like as we used to, we have to start thinking of savvy ways to keep the look going or whatever you want to call it, but be able to feel good about ourselves. So uh, my guest today is a wonderful, wonderful uh, girlfriend of mine that has a online boutique. Halo is a re-chic boutique and it's an online it is an online closet for online culture because we know that a lot of people are doing shopping online now. Just the accessibility and the ease of being able to get your wardrobe if you can't get out. So I would love to welcome Danae to the show. Hey, Danae. Hey, good morning. And thank you for the emphasis on the wonderful, wonderful friend. <laughs> that makes oh, yeah. So you know, this morning. <laughs> there you know but yeah I, I I'm excited to have you on the show because you know a lot of times people think they have to spend a lot of money on their clothing or um, you know or if you fall on uh, hard times and you can't shop the way that you used to you know women can get depressed with that you know you feel like I haven't bought myself anything or you know and it and does affect some people's self-esteem so I want to talk about your online shop halo um, because a lot of times, um, I know for me, let me say this, is that I'm a savvy shopper. I have a couple of expensive pieces. I have a couple of inexpensive pieces. Don't want to call it cheap, but a couple of inexpensive pieces. But when with your shop, it's a resale and you do consignment as well. And I want to get into the foundation of like, what was your motivation to get started in the retail business as a resale boutique? Well, you know, my thing is you, you want to do something that's not a job and it's not a job when you love what you do. And among many other women, I love to shop. So this affords me to do, be able to do that day in, day out, whether I'm shopping for myself, shopping for new items, shopping with my clients. So my days are fulfilled um, because I'm being able and I'm not spending a lot of money doing it, but I'm still getting it. You know, it's kind of getting that fix. I'm getting what I need <laughs> um, in, in my shopping. And, you know, I love I love that. And I had an opportunity to work um, with someone who was basically a mentor to me in a consignment business. And I became a manager um, in her business and wrote the procedures and policies. And I'm like, this is it. This is my niche. And, you know, from there, I've had an opportunity to have my own storefront um, back in California. And I've been kind of sitting on hands um, to come back to do it again since I've relocated here in New Orleans. And I'm like, this is, you know, I, you know how you just feel empty and there's something, you know, there's something missing. And so uh -huh. I got back into it and I just dove right back in. And today yeah. we're living in, you know, a ways of everything is online. I'm like, I could do this right at home. I could do this in the comfort of my home, still get what I need and get everybody what they need and still have the interaction 
you know, I don't have the close knit store, you know, storefront face to face. And that's my ultimate goal to do that again. But I still have that interaction and connections and networking with other women. And, you know, it just it's very fulfilling for me and I love it. And I, and I get that because now when you look on Instagram or even Facebook, even the ads, you're always seeing uh, new clothing come out and stuff. And I'm seeing a lot of people uh, open up boutiques. And I, and I like to know the passion behind uh, people doing things because, yes, it is a business opportunity. Um, but I always believe in when there is passion and there is intention in what you're doing, it makes the business not only fun to do, but it also can become profitable, you know, because when people don't put their all into something, sometimes you can tell, you know, and customer service is really big. So when you, you've been into the consignment business for a very long time, as you said, and so when people think of consignment or resale, you know, even thrift, you know, they have a misconception of, oh, that's used clothes, I don't want to wear that. But tell us about, you know, because I want to kind of I've shopped with you before, so I want to kind of talk about that because I don't want people to get the wrong idea, but know that this is another option for them to be able to shop. Yeah, well, my my clients become, you know, more or less my friends. And with your friend, you trust in your friend to, you know, in this consignment industry to be selective, to make sure that, you know, when we're combing through items and looking through things, we're looking, you know, we're making sure your items are clean. We're asking that anybody that consigns brings in things that are already clean. I, I refuse to take things that, you know, show of worn or, you know, unsanitary and things like that. And, you know, I'm selective in making sure that there are things that are actually resellable. So it's not a drop-off location like your normal Goodwill or something like that. And in those stores that you find good finds in them too, but it's, it's not a dumping ground for just things. So we want to have quality things and things that can actually resell and things that can complement your wardrobe. And the purpose for women is cash in your closet. So all those items that, you know, you're going through and that dress you wore last year and you've gained a little, you know, a few pounds and we're going to be honest with ourselves. You're not doing anything to get back to that size four. So, you know, compliment it and, and, you know, consign it and get something that you can fit or get something else to complement your wardrobe, get something to pay a bill. I mean, it's, it's it's a concept that works in so many ways, and it's a win-win situation for everybody involved. Um, whereas, you know, you go buy something brand new, you're gonna wear it, and you know, a lot of us women, like you said, we're very we're on social media, we're taking lots of pictures, and we're glamorizing, you know, the items that we have. And once you take two or three pictures in the same thing, let's be honest, you're not gonna want to wear it anymore. And it's going to sit and collect dust in your closet. So we can do one of two things. I can come in and do, um, you know, organize your closet and kind of mix and match and start complimenting things. And then we're going to pull out the things that you're actually not going to wear and get some cash in, in, in your closet. And, you know, I, the concept itself, I'm surprised, you know, at times because so women aren't even aware of the actual concept of consigning or the word. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I mean, when you think about it, and here's the thing, when you get educated on, um, <clears throat> excuse me, on different things, you understand that consignment's been around a long time. And a lot of uh, women 
that have money have been doing it. They'll take their Louis Vuitton purses that they've maybe used for a little while, that's still in good condition, and they'll consign it and they'll still sell at a good value. You won't pay the same price, you know, that you played in Louis Vuitton, but you still may pay a, a good price for it because it's gently used. And I don't have a problem with it. People buy knockoffs anyway. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't have a problem with doing that because I look at it as if you're my cousin or a friend and you say, hey, Stacy, I got this really nice shirt. I only wore it a couple of times you want it. Like we say, someone else's junk is someone else's treasure. So now, you know, you, you, you're giving it to me and then having the opportunity now to make some money. Come on now. We in a society where they have those brand influencers on social media. Um, you know, there's so many different ways to make money. So why not go in your closet and see these pieces that you know you're not going to wear because I'm one of those people that had this dress and I was like, I am going to get back into this dress. But Lord knows I have not made it and it's been years and I'm not even a big girl, but that dress was maybe in my maybe like early 30s or something. So I know that the early 30 weight, I'm going to be keeping real with myself. I'm not going to do it. I like a little thickness. So uh, to be able to have that, and uh, to have you be able to say, hey, let me consign this to you. I mean, consign this for you um, and get you a couple of dollars and, and nothing wrong with that. And so what's the process? So if you're out of town, because I know if you're in New Orleans, um, you know, you can do the face to face. But how does it work for people that's out of state? Well, I have I have my my major client base is in with within New Orleans and Atlanta. I frequent Atlanta a lot. Um, as you know, I have a, my social group, Gold Diggers there. Um, but we have I have a shipping kit. So a selling kit, I'm sorry. And so anyone in throughout the U.S., I can send you a selling kit which is, you know, your boxes, your shipping labels, um, which is free to you. And typically what I'll do is an online consultation, you know, either FaceTime or, you know, have you send me a couple of pictures and kind of get an idea of the items that you have and we'll talk about them. And, you know, we'll discuss, you know, items that we can actually sell and I'll have you send those items to me. And then I hold them for a term of 60 days um, at 30 days at the 30 day mark. If they're not sold, then we'll speak again and give you the option if you want to discount them or let, you know, leave them as is totally up to my clients um, to do that. And then after the 60 days, if the items have not sold, we have the option to um, send those items back to you or you can donate those items to charity, which is, again, like I said, it's a win-win for, for everyone involved. Um, within that 60 days, as your items are selling, um, you can redeem and cash out on any items that have sold. So a lot of consignment companies do have a waiting period or it's the, you know, the first or the 15th of the month, whereas anytime your items are sold, I'm able to you know, pay you out for your items. Oh, awesome. I need to have you sell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and in terms of selling your items, then I post to my website, I post to social media, I post to third party consignment stores that are online as well. So your item is getting exposure to, um, you know, to more than just even my site. So by the time, you know, your one item is exposed to five different portals for um, to sell. Wow. So, so when you, and I, also your store doesn't just sell, uh, resale stuff. You do sell new items as well, correct? Yes. I have, um, several distributors within the U S that, um, 
I wholesale with and, and have those items on my website as well, because I want to keep things fresh and new as well. So you can buy something brand new from the boutique or, you know, and complement it with something like, you know, as you mentioned, Louis Vuitton, Chanel bag, those are classic and timeless. Uh They never really go out of style. So you can complement, you know, and we have discussed before, you know, Target even has local designers or designers that come in um, and you could buy a whole ensemble from Target and just complement it with a nice handbag. (laughs) Walmart even. I love them for their wraps and the cardigans. I've uh, always grabbed, you know, during the fall, winter time, they have a great throw on for like $12, Oh, wait a minute. Let's talk about $13. I just found a um, fatigue shirt. You know, I was in there supposed to be doing something totally different. As a lot of us women do, you go to the store, you're supposed to be picking up bread and then you just slide on over to the other department. But it was a fatigue shirt and it was nicely uh, fitted, like kind of um, tapered in on the waist. And I was like, wait a minute, I could put this with something. And it was $13. So, I mean, again, I don't know if, you know, you've seen that um, Cardi B on uh, her Instagram and she was walking down the street and she said, shoes, $1,500, glasses, $400. And she was like, my outfit, $20 from Fashion Nova. Because I'm saying is that I've learned in my lifetime is that you can have different, you know, match and match. You may have a Gucci belt, you know what I mean? For people that are, are label people, you know, like a brand name people. I, for, for me, it doesn't matter. You could be easy. I you know what I mean? If it's cute, then I'll rock it, you know? So, but for people that do like the quality of name brand, you can have that one piece on and then your other pieces could be really ex- inexpensive so it really people have to understand is that it's not the clothes that make you it is you that make the clothes so you can put on almost anything if you have the confidence um and the poise that what you're wearing you're going to make your clothing look even better than what you know the the label would say and plus who's looking at labels ain't nobody walking up on me and go what's that shirt you wearing let me look inside and see if that's really what you say it is i mean come on now you're not gonna do that to me so i wanted to <clears throat> excuse me, speak with you because I know for me, I'm balling on a budget for real. I got laid off in June and I'm not able to do things as mm, quite like I would want to anymore, but I'm not going to suffer because I do still believe in treating yourself. So that little $13 shirt made my day and I may not be able to get anything uh, for a little while because I prioritize my bills. But to be able to, you know, grab a little piece here once a month or something, or even like we saying, well, Halo, now ladies, you can go in your closet and say, let me see if I have some items. Let me hit Danae up and see what, um, what we can do with these pieces because it's no sense of letting them sit in your closet, collecting dust, knowing that you ain't gonna lose the way to get in them or knowing that you just holding on to it for sentimental reasons and stuff like that. Sometime it is time to let things go. So um, lastly, I wanted to talk to you about, because not only do you do the consignment, the resale, all that, you also do closet organization. Yes. And that's, that's a fun um, thing to do as well. Um, because a lot of times, you know, we love to travel. So, you know, it's almost like you go, you take a trip when you go into someone's closet because so many pieces have a story. You know, they went to the Bahamas and she remembers wearing this and she went on a girl's trip. And so, you know, you get that interaction, um, you know, with your clients. And but you also have an opportunity to complement and mix, mix and match things that are already in your closet. 
So, you know, I might see a belt that, you know, you have hanging or a scarf that can complement a dress that, you know, that simple black dress, you can jazz it up or, you know, make it casual. And we'll go through that as we're organizing and make things. So when you go into your closet, you know, you have an open mind to, to better organize and to better complement your wardrobe. And then, as we mentioned before, you know, those items that are just collecting dust, we're going to pull those items out and get some cash out of your closet for you. And, you know, one thing I wanted to uh, mention is you were talking about the designer. You know, let's be real. A lot a savvy shopper is seeing these days that a lot of these um, designers and distributors are mimicking some of these high end um, designer clothing from mimicked uh-huh. and and sold to you at almost 90 percent less than what a uh-huh. gucci um shirt you know i've seen a, a, a um being sold at other resale shops and you know storefronts and for like i said a fraction of the cost almost 90 percent less than a gucci t-shirt you can buy a gucci t-shirt for 300 or buy a very similar if you're just looking for the color and the style for like nineteen dollars. Right, right, and and you know what? And I and I have to just uh, chime in on that because I don't care what people thought or think. I am big on if it looks good, you know. Now I'm not wearing nothing that you know Gucci is two G's. I'm not wearing something with two C's and it look like it's <laughs> supposed to be, you know, it's supposed to be Gucci, but it's Uchi or something like that. I'm not doing that. But what I am saying is that I'm okay with wearing um, things that mimic, but not totally, like not just from China knockoff, you know what I'm saying? But it looks good, it's like they mimic it, but it still has the quality look. And I mean, some people, that's not to knock people that love Gucci and love Chanel and love all the Louboutins and all that. I, for me, Louboutins hurt. I mean, I have a fat foot, you know what I mean? It hurts. And for me to buy a Louboutin, I would just be, Louboutin or Louboutin, whatever you call it. But what I would be honest to say is I would actually be getting it because it's a name brand and that's what people wear. And see, I don't do that. If I was to do that, I would be guilty of being a part of that society. But they are nice shoes, but they are really, really high. And when you get over a certain age, you uh, really respect your feet a lot more. And it's (laughs) like, it's like, I'm paying all that money for what? It's not a comfortable shoe to me. So that's not knocking any ladies that love it or whatever. Um, it's not even about, ooh, you can't afford it. I just have different things I prefer to do with my money than spend $1,500 on a pair of shoes. So that's just me. I'm just a little savvy shopper here. But um, but lastly, I want to talk, uh, just mention, because I know Halo is just not a resale chic boutique. It has a meaning to it. Um, this was created um, for the love of your daughter. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that because I think it's important. Um, not only are we talking about balling on a budget, but it, we go into a little bit of uh, legacy building, um, business building for your children, leaving them something. And I know that is a part of what you had in mind. So tell us a little bit about Halo. And why? Why you decided to do the um, uh, business under your baby's name? 
Well, she's not a baby anymore, but she will always be a baby in my eyes. Is my daughter, my baby girl, Halo. I have two children. She's the youngest. And specifically for Haley, um, Haley graduated a couple of years ago in fashion merchandising. So she has a niche for fashion as well. And she has also worked in the consignment industry in a couple of stores as well as mine. And, um, you know, so I have the opportunity. We live apart now. She's still, you know, I'm from California. She's still in California and I'm here in New Orleans. So it gives me that that close knit of seeing her name, interacting with her name and seeing her face, you know, within my website and social connections. You know, so I'm still that's that's my fix to to be able to see her name and interact with her. And then it gives us more things to even talk about with the distance, because we're all always talking about things that I'm adding to the site. I have her a, part, a big part of my selection process. So um, and it's to, you know, if if she chooses, then it's always it will always be there for her and she can carry on. And I know I'm confident that this is a business that she's well versed in and can take on. And continue on with, you know, with her, her daughter, granddaughters, and on and on and on. Because who's never going to stop shopping? Exactly. Nobody. You're going to need it. If you're going to be in this world, you need some clothes on that butt. So <laughs> you're going to constantly have to do that. But I think that's so wonderful, Danae. I am so proud of you um, because it is something that she's interested in. and something she can jump right into like, oh, my God, you know, my mother left me this. But I thank you for your time and helping us ladies learn a little bit more about how we can not only make some cash, but how we can uh, ball on a budget and look good on a budget as well. So please give everybody your social media, your website, how to connect with you, how to do their organizing and all that good stuff. Uh, well, I try to keep it simple. So everything, every search, um, every social content or platform is my halo. So the website is myhalo.shop, not .com. It's myhalo.shop, and it's M-Y-H-A-I-L-O.shop. Um, it's my halo for Instagram, my halo for Facebook, and my shop is actually on Facebook. So you can actually go onto um, my Facebook page and actually shop and buy direct from Facebook. So I try to make it as easy as simple. You know, you can be right taking your little 15 minute breaks because we know we don't dedicate our whole eight hours to work. And, and um, you know, and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much, Stacey, for the opportunity. And, um, you know, this has been great to talk with you early this morning. Yes, ma'am. Yes, you know, we love talk about clothes. So um, definitely people get in touch with Danae, um, Halo's Closet. She has some really great, like I said, new pieces, resale pieces. If you're looking to make a little extra cash out your closet, please get in touch with her and do so. Um, this is Real Talk with Stacey J, where we're empowering purpose with no limitations and keeping them budgets in, the, in pocket. So stay yeah. tuned for episode three. Um, and we'll be back. Have a good day, y'all. Bye, Janae. Bye. Thank you, babe.